Welcome back to the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. I'm Jacob. I'm Jackson. I'm Tommy. Before we begin, please, to all you regs, welcome back to the podcast. To all you shinies, welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast. Please, before we begin, if you haven't already, make sure that you leave a like, leave a comment, and subscribe to the 1313 Podcast YouTube channel, as well as follow all of our social media that is linked down below. That's Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch, and buy some merch while you're down there. Also, if you want to go above and beyond in supporting the podcast, please make sure that you are supporting us on Patreon. Patreon is the best way to directly support the podcast, and if you're in our Gungan Boss tier at the first of every... Uh, for, uh, the first of every month, the we first do. First of the month, we, at the first of every month, we do a giveaway, and this month we are giving away none other than a Scorch Black Series Whoa. figure. So, if you want to get your hands on this <clears throat> lovely figure, make sure that you're supporting us on Patreon, fellas. Welcome to the thirteen thirteen Megazone. Megazone. John Wick comes out tomorrow, and I am not recording. I'm not missing John Wick for the world. So we're also all busy though. Mm-hmm. But John Wick is taking the most importance. So, we're jamming everything into one hot, spicy, long episode. So make sure that you listen to us in the car when you're at work. I'm looking at you, Justin, from out of the basement, while you're, do while you're doing your computer stuff. I hope you're listening right now. And if you are, hi. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> how's everybody doing this week? I'm doing great. I don't know why I was just so completely enamored by my excellent custom... Black Series figure made by the one and only Lungi Sideout. Um, oh, I also have one of those. Ooh. Right here. This is really But boring. nothing compares to our custom Saint Candles <laughs> done by Hybrid Toys. Yeah. Dang. Things I are going well. I'm moving along with my career, and that's pretty much all that's happened. Me too. Sweet. We had a nice break on Tuesday from classes too because of freshman uh, advising day. So that was really nice to get a break for once. Dude, I hate freshmen. I hate high schoolers. I hate them all. Because Thank you. every single day this week, we've had a, we had a high school come and tour my campus. And every time I'm at the CAF, I'm just like, I'm chilling with my, with my guys. And I'm trying to eat some food. And all of a sudden, a legion of literally 200 high schoolers all come into the cafeteria at the same time. And I guess not one of them have heard of this wonderful invention called deodorant because they all stink like so bad. I was trying to get a slice of za and my senses were being assaulted. And these nematodes are just standing around me in the way like, well, like, they have, like I haven't seen the real world program. What did you expect? Jackson, it was the McDowell High School Air Force ROTC. All of them wearing their stupid little J ROTC. They have these hoodies and they got ROTC, J ROTC, and they're like, oh, oh. And I, I literally wanted to bop them on the head and be like, move, you stink. I was I was very infuriated. Um, but to if any of you toward my toward my college. Don't come here until you put on deodorant. Um, Thank you for so that. that happened. Uh, that was one thing. And then I also got to be on set of a short film on Monday. So that's probably going to come out sometime, someday. And when it does, I'll make sure I'll throw a link in the Discord. So make sure that you're in the Discord to see that. I got to play an Irish gangster who got to John Wick muzzle stuff somebody under the chin before getting absolutely unloaded on. So, um, if you want to see me be an action star for about a minute, not a minute, a second, um, join the discord. I won't be here next week. I'll just say that right now. Cause I put something in the discord, but I have a training thing going on next week. So I will not be here, 
for the Bad Batch finale, and that makes me really upset that I won't be able to talk to you guys. But he won't be able to give us his rating. No, he's no. gonna send you no, my no, rating. We're gonna bro. get our next edition of Love Letters from Jackson. He's gonna <laughs> let us know what he thought. Love about Letters the Bad from Jackson Batch. that you never read half the time. I read them I one said, time. One time. <laughs> the one time you finished the episode, you guys were like, "Oh, like Jackson sent us stuff, but screw that guy. We won't read his stuff today." Maybe if you showed up. Also, I'm dressed pretty today. <laughs> He's so pretty. I'm so. I just didn't um, feel like changing. Also, 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 this is official confirmation that I will be at ICCCon. ICCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCCC
there wasn't a really whole lot to gleam from the story trailer that we haven't really gotten from the other stuff. We have like an idea that there's this guy hunting cow and everybody else is there. And then there's the Jedi from the High Republic era. So what I'm seeing a lot of is that the the guy hunting Cal is the same species as Dirge from mm-hmm. the 2003 Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. And that the thing about that in Legends, I don't know if they're going to transfer this over to canon, was that Dirge's species is immortal. Like, they cannot be killed. <laughs> so Unless they're squished. <clears throat> well, no. He even still lives. Just squish him harder. They pop him, and Obi-Wan walks away, and you see his little... Entrails start to wiggle away from the screen. I don't know. The trailer just makes me more excited for the game at this point. I like mm-hmm. seeing all the different combat options and things that you yeah. can do. So that's making me more happy. I'll probably pre-order it closer to its release time. Mm. Did you guys see that? Um, so they were in one of the gameplay videos. They were talking about how there's instead of the skill tree now being like there's a main there's like an attack, a force, and a health skill tree. There's gonna be five separate skill trees for oh, five separate attacking styles just for the attacking styles that's not including your force abilities or your health so there's this is going to be a lot a lot to do in this game so i'm really looking hmm. forward to it and um unfortunately i don't really think i'm going to be able to get the xbox in time uh to be able to play this so that is an l for me Unless one of you sugar daddies want to drop a quick 500 in the Patreon. I'm not asking you to do Jake, that. You Please do not Xbox do that. For credit. Did I tell you guys my Xbox is broken? What? Yeah, no. And it has Late been for like almost told two me weeks. No, Phase 2 told me about that. He said your brother broke it. So what ha- what ha- happened was, um, long story <clears throat> short, my brother's Xbox, the little power box that goes with it, mm-hmm. overheated and had like the red light of death which yeah. means you just can't use it anymore so he decided without asking me to start using mine and then mine overheated within three days yep. and and then he got one a new one for himself but didn't buy me a new one so i'm just gonna probably wait until the series x like i can get the series x that's so lame dude i'm so sorry. now tommy and i are both in limbo <laughs> So now you know, but no more battlefront. No two more nights. battlefront two nights, and it has been really sad because there have been a few nights where I've been like, "Oh, I have a couple hours. I'd love to play Battlefront 2. and I just take your brother's power cord. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't want to do that. It's just too much hassle. No, it's not. You go, and then you go to your Xbox. You go. Maybe I should do that. You want to get just a new that. one? See what the trade-in value of yours is, and I can use a military discount. It's ten percent off. I can tell you about the trade-in value of mine is a lot less now. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. <Bam>. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Only minorly upset because I'm so busy anyway, so. Mm-hmm. Um, We're going to go right into the episodes. <laughs> Starting with Mando first, how we do usually on our weeks. The Man, Mandalorian. Grogu's armor looks so doofy. Season three. They really just slapped a plate on Grogu. It's literally just put a, a dinner saucer on no, Grogu. It's, We're it's halfway a, through the Mandalorian. It's too. a bust down chain, dude. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's bust a, down he's chain. Got, he's got uh, the Sir Mix-a-Lot clock. <laughs> it's okay. This is Mando season three, chapter 20. The Foundling. At first, There's I was... There's only eight episodes in the season? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I just said we're halfway through Mando already, dude. 
Yeah. What I feel like a lot of people are complaining about too is the length of the episode since season one and two were both focused on 40 to 50 minute episodes and now we're getting 30 minute episodes. I feel like just tell the story if it works in that time. Frame. It is kind of a Don't bummer. Don't make it an hour if it doesn't need to be. And I get it. It's For a lot of people, it is a bummer because it was nice to have those hour-long, really big episodes that were long. But I feel like now, since we're in really season three, they were meant to develop everything happening so we can be to where we are now. It's weird because not a lot... It feels like not a lot has happened, but a ton of stuff has happened in Mandalorian yeah. this season. Well, it's because in the last two seasons, there's been a lot happening, like, in different places, and, like, some episodes have, like, their own, like, isolated story, Yeah. Mm-hmm. where this has just kind of been, like, its own isolated story within a very small area. Right. It's like a it's, continuous arc. It's not, it's not grandiose. So. Right. It's weird because, like... It's just Mando keeps going back to the same place. I'm. I think I'm so used to Mando traveling everywhere mm-hmm. that it's it's kind of jarring to see him have a home of sorts where he just goes back to this place. And again, I do really like that they're focusing a lot on Mandalorian lore and focus. <laughs> they're putting the lore in Mandalorian lore. this season, guys. Uh, it's it's cool, you know. Between oh, I get it, like lore. Oh my gosh. Thanks, man. Um, Unsync snap. But I, I think we should just dive right into the weeds here and we should talk about weed. The Grogu armor flashback scene. Very the best part of the of episode. What happened to Dingerin? I thought yep. that was cool. I thought that was, it was, so there must be something about. When they're creating, when the, the armor is making the armor, banging. <laughs> yeah, it must it must trigger some sort of PTSD in every foundling and everybody. <laughs> yeah, because yep. I don't know. To me, that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, seeing Republic gunships in live action for the first time since Revenge of the Sith was pretty freaking epic. I was really upset because um, because my doo-doo garbage Wi-Fi was doing that thing where it dropped its quality, so I felt like I was watching this entire episode through a screen door, so I'm going to rewatch it tonight on my phone Dang. this close to my face. So, um, yeah, that was, a kind of, that was kind of a bummer, but then again, there's nothing I can really do about it until I can poke Spectrum and be like, hey, please fix it. It was um, really dope, though, dude. I, I loved... And, and I think my favorite part was... Ahmed Best's yes. appearance, yeah, Jar Jar, as his as his Jedi from the game show that he was hosting. That's what I was gonna say. I immediately Ooh. recognized him from that. I was like, "It's the dude from the game show they advertise." He doesn't only do the game show. You guys have to remember on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, he also does a whole lot of stuff about being like a, right? a youngling apprentice, which is why mm. it made tons of sense for him to be the one to watch over Grogu and like grab him because he was the guy that was kind of in charge of all the younglings and i do think this is probably the most triumphant way that he could return to the star wars franchise after being kind of shunned and hated on because of playing jar jar binks the fact that he is now the savior of probably the most beloved character of our generation or the newest generation of star wars fans of grogu Mm -hmm. um that's that's a high honor it's It's okay people were still trashing on his performance in this dude it was so awesome in my opinion at least just because you know, he picks up two lightsabers and the stereotype is just go, you know, like start slashing stuff. 
but he's like skillful with it, like deflecting and whatnot, and he like force pushed the one clone right off the ledge. His performance and... was amazing, dude. I love, I loved that so much. I rewatched just the Order sixty six scene during break at work, mm. just because I thought it was that cool, and I wanted to prep for the show. And the Tamir Morrison uh, voice lines. Yes. Ooh. Did you guys yes. notice that? I believe, I believe, I believe the first set of clones that we see, like when there's Mass Jedi, I believe those clones are real. But then when they get down to like where the speeder is, I believe those clones are CG. I got a point on this because when I rewatched it, I was trying to see how the clones move because obviously I'm going to stand up for this part. When clones my, are this CG. Is my, this is one of my most favorite things on the show. And if you watch our show, if you listen and don't watch our show, you really need to watch our show instead because this is my... I'm being so genuine right okay. now. I hope you know. I love when Jackson demonstrates things for us so when the clones perform as uh cg how they did when they're shooting their legs are spread they move like the black series figure that we have of the realistic five he they literally move like this when they're shooting they only shoulder the blaster ever so slightly because the armor is clipping them same with the dc 15 as well like they'll go like this it's almost like not a person is holding it so when it's in those first few scenes, they're all people. But what I had noticed is that it looks like they're CG in the gunship scene. Because like Tommy was telling me, well, it duh, would be just harder. Put a throw, throw a CG asset on a CG asset makes it look a lot more realistic than trying to match lighting of a realistic asset onto a CG asset. You could also you could also forego all the demonstration and be like, the way that they stand... The way, the way it's the way better they, to demonstrate you, it. If you watch them move, it's so much easier to tell because when when humans move, you have genuine imperfections of how movement happens. You have like a delay of like the gun coming up. You have the human performance. When you have CG, everything's perfect. And it, uh, in my opinion, it was very, very prevalent. But then again, I said this about Kenobi as well, and I was wrong. So yeah. for me, the well, I, you're right this time. The, the clones are definitely real where they're interacting with the Jedi in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And yeah. up until the scene with the bark speed, anytime they're interacting with some sort of vehicle, they're CGI. Mm -hmm. But when they're physically on the the Jedi Temple's grounds, they're real. Um, for me, I felt like this was like a little love letter to kids who grew up watching Revenge of the Sith. Oh, yeah. Because the clones moved exactly the way I remember the two 12th clones moving in the movie. Yep. Mm -hmm. in the CG ones, that is. Um, seeing the Jedi Temple felt so, so much. That I mean, wide of the Jedi seeing Temple it on burning, fire, dude. It felt like it fit really well with the Bo Book of Boba Fett flashback and with the scene in Obi-Wan Kenobi. I feel like if you strung all these together with what happens in Revenge of the Sith, it feels really cohesive and nothing feels out of place. Mm -hmm. Um, I can go front though. I, mean, I really, really liked the scene, but the only thing that could have made it a little bit better is if we had Sky Guy, oh, that would have been oh, that would have been cool. I disagree. Well, I, I wasn't he. Never mind. He was in the temple killing kids. It would make sense for him to be coming after the a kid. Story's not about Anakin. That's fine. Well, duh, it's not about Anakin. It's now, also not about Grogu. What's going on <laughs> with the Naboo cruiser and the Naboo Dude, guards? Yeah. What do we think? Because I'm lost. That was the most that. random interaction part, in my opinion, I, too. Uh, What's going on there? I think that's going to definitely lead to something. Like, yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Maybe if not in this show, 
what if we get something that touches back on like a later like a preview like a like, prequel related thing is what i'm trying to get at that we understand why um the what was the dude's Ahmed name Ahmed, i didn't want to say incorrectly but yeah the Ahmed best character interacting with people from naboo I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you said. I actually. don't know what you said either. Just took, ignore what I said. Okay. It took you so long to get his name right. I can. I have no idea what point so, you're trying to never make. Mind. Well, where I'm at with it is, I guess. I I guess I'm just lost. Like, where does where does Naboo come into this? What agreement do the Naboo guards have with the Jedi Order that would make this work? Maybe. Um, no, that doesn't make sense because Pat. Padme was well because Padme sees the temple burn it very could well be that she tried to send some people over like can you like see what's going on that makes sense and but then, then again the guards are shooting at clone troopers yeah because well, the clone troopers start shooting at them so doesn't that put a target on Naboo's back and they have Coruscant guard troopers too Coruscant guard and plain phase 2 clone troopers so when Hasbro makes their phase 2 clone they're either going to label it an Andor figure or a Mandalorian figure I'd be happy with it being an Ma- wow. I want another Mandalorian figure I I never thought I would say it, but I want another Mandalorian figure from the Black Series. They're making I, one, you know that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I hope they. Because here's my plan right they now. They fix Zaddy's portrait, dude. Good. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. I want to get um, the Bandai model kit of Mando, and I want to do my. Own, I want to do my first custom, but I want to do like how the new Hot Toy is, like where it's like actually chromed out. I want to. I want to paint mine like that, where it's like the uh, uh, a glossy black, and then I cover it with graphite powder, and then I sp- uh, clear coat it. So it's actually like a metal base. Um, I would love that because I want a Mando figure for my own collection, but I don't really like how the Black Series ones look. They all just kind of look very flat, and then the helmets don't look as good, in my opinion. That is a good point. The Mayfax. I agree. The upcoming Mayfax figure looks absolutely stupendous, but I don't really feel feel like paying 109 for it. Yeah. So. So... Yeah, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around that Naboo thing. I think I, I agree with Jackson. I think it's going to come back later. Watch in the next episode on Star Wars Kids YouTube channel. It's Ahmed Best and Grogu on Naboo. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, guys, now we're going to learn our ABCs. Do you think Ahmed Best escapes, though? Yeah, he escapes in the ship. Does he get on? Yeah, because I rewatched he, he that part, it. too, because I was like, right. did he get on the ship? But yeah, he's the one flying it because the Naboo guards die most of them because they're, they're like you to go we'll hold them off yeah because he gets on the ship and pilots it and just goes because i thought he did die for a second i was like y'all can't kill off my man like that maybe maybe that yeah maybe you're on to something there where padme again saw the the temple burning and was like i'm gonna send people to help because bail organa went to go check it out mm-hmm. you know it, and they it totally were... makes sense for her to sorry like... sir it's time least, for you to leave currently at the time she's pregnant so i don't think she wants to go and endanger her kids um, she's probably going to be like, just like ring, ring a ding ding to the Naboo squad. Like, Hey y'all, the hmm, Naboo squad, can y'all like pull up and then they try to pull up and then they're like, no, nah, you can't be here. So they go to this landing platform and then Ahmed best is like, yo, distress signal. And they're like, yo, we're just kind of chilling here. If you won't come here, that's what, that's what happened Cro- chronologically and canonly. Seeing him, uh, seeing him ride the bark speeder was cool though. Yes, and, and seeing the cool. gunship get absolutely tanked by by a train was also. R.I.P. All the people on the train, and then we got the <laughs> brief look at all the things that we got last episode when they were looking at the rock 
well, the mountain yeah. of Coruscant and everything else. It was the same right, plaza. Right, you're right, you're right. It was like, it was the thing from last week for like, like oh. a second. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that that's definitely going to come up in the Mandalorian at another time. We'll get some more in-depth knowledge about how Naboo ties into all this. Mm-hmm. But Glad we did Only though. time will tell. In <clears throat> other Mandalorian news, we got... Nothing a- else important happened. My my other favorite part of the episode Jake. is when... Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just got... I got I to gotta let this out. Is when Bo-Katan was like... Uh, so the mythosaur, and then the armor pulls out her therapist. Yeah. She pulls out her therapist back and goes, is the mythosaur in the room with us right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, did not believe her whatsoever. Completely was like, you're full of malarkey. You're just having visions because you took the creed and the creed might as well be space acid. Um, I'm really, I'm really excited to see where that leads. I think it's really cool how forgiving the armor is being to yeah. Bo-Katan. I didn't really didn't. I again, this episode really kind of knocked out a lot of theories that I had for this season. Yeah, yeah. Paz Vizsla isn't going to be a villain anymore because Mando saved his kid. No, and I love that actually. Like I, I love didn't that this that kid. this show. Yeah, we do. Has, they, he says that's my son before he dives into. I the didn't feathers. know it was kid before the Ragnar. Episode. Ragnar. That's a dumb name. Who names their kid Ragnar? Sounds Who's like the mommy, name. though? That is true. Is, is it, it the, the armor? What? <laughs> That's no why you need to watch the podcast. But You need to watch the podcast. You could watch Jackson almost sexually assault me on multiple That was occasions. not even close. So I feel like the <laughs> biggest thing that surprised me, too, like just like what you were saying, is that maybe Bo-Katan didn't bring up the Mythosar just because Mythosaur? Mythosaur, because people weren't going to believe You mean her. the crate Dragon. Thank you. Jackson, like, Arnar, Claire, or the Mythosaur. Thank you. The crate But that dragon. no one was going to believe dragon. her in the first place, because obviously the armor doesn't, so maybe she'll talk to Din Djarin. Well, I don't think she wants to tell Din Djarin, because he's already got the Darksaber. She doesn't want to give him the, the Mythosaur. Uh, I, I still think Bo-Katan's end goal is to try to rule Mandalore. I think at some... I've changed my mind. I think at some... I think that's like the tone of all of this. Maybe also, I like that they finally addressed how Mandalorians eat. Yep. Together. Yeah, that was cool. They say you get your food and you you skedaddle. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Was I I really liked how much Mandalorian culture. Again, we're we're putting the lore in Mandalorian. I love. Oh, I get it. How much was? <laughs> how many little things were in? Thanks, bro. <laughs> no problem. I love how many little things were included. Like Jackson just did. Like instead of clapping, their thing is, and it's it's kind of lame in my opinion. But like <laughs> it's their goofy. thing, their thing is to clap their gauntlets together to make a sound. Why don't they just go like? I mean, that's kind of interesting. And then um, the way that the kid, the foundlings, and the children will like play games to like mm-hmm. train, and the way that all the Mandalorians were training—they just beat the crap out of each other nonstop in their free time. It was pretty funny. They do target practice. They'll shoot a wrist rocket and then try to shoot it, like mm-hmm. kind of like they shoot those little discs. Yeah, they shoot and skeet, play yeah. pigeons. I think it was interesting how Dinjarin wants Grogu to become like a foundling and do all the training well, and the practice required with it because that was prevalent in Book of Boba by giving him the chainmail. I yeah. get that, but I never thought it would like result in me like okay, actually do this training that we're making the foundlings do. I always just thought it was going to be like in title, but you never did it. The little wrist dart game was fun. That was really mm-hmm. funny. How Gurgi was like, bro, please just save me. And he was like, do it yourself. No, it's I, I liked it because now it's like this is going to instill the fact that um 
uh, Mando isn't going to be holding his hand 24-7 for the rest of the season. And once again, once again, once again, they have brought up the fact that Grogu cannot talk. He's going to say something by the end of the season. They bring it up every single episode. It's building to it. It's straight up. What if that's the season? The the episode finale, finale he says a word. the, 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 The season ends with Grogu going, What's good? And then it's just... It sounded like he almost said, this is the way when he was with Bo-Katan. I saw a... Grogu's going to look up and go, Annie! Do your zero. Do the zero impression. He's going to look up and he's going to look up at Bo-Katan and go, Mama! Mama, don't use me to get the Memphis on! I don't want you to be the Mandalore. You're not my daddy. You can't be the Mandalore, mama. <laughs> that was perfect. Thank goodness. You need the dark saber. All right. <laughs> I do want to see the the myth the Mythothar come back in. It's coming back. It's coming back. I want to see it come through. What the hell? <laughs> So now we again now we've seen everything in the trailers. This is every shot yep. from the trailers, and we're only halfway through. And again, I'm so stoked that now it's like okay, I, all my theories I had about the season were done. Uh, other than I think Mount I don't know Tantan. because the Bo-Katan thing I could take one Wrong. I could take two ways here because I mean Jacob, you've been talking about a lot of religious um, religious themes epics. to this season. Maybe this is this is Bo-Katan's story of going from like a jaded person who has become disenfranchised with the religion aspect of the creed, and now maybe her seeing the mythosaur is like her her awakening, and maybe she's just trying to figure out like because there are so many shots where she's just enamored by it. Mm-hmm. Again, to me, that's the ultimate like the ultimate symbol of, of believing in your faith is, is uh, the doubting Thomas arc seeing to, mm-hmm. be, seeing to believe, mm-hmm. you know? And whereas Din Djarin is an example the of someone who Christ. doesn't need to see to believe he mm-hmm. believes more than almost anybody else, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And he's the most true to the way. I also like the thing about what do they say about like, if you don't know, don't speak or something like that. Yeah. I don't. That's good advice. A lot of you should take that advice. <laughs> No, I liked that idea too. I liked the um, when Bo-Katan asks if she can get the signet of the Mythosaur on her new uh, arm piece. Pauldron. Uh, Pauldron. Shout out to Hasbro for that. I'm gonna milk that for all it's worth. We're gonna get a carbonized version. We're gonna get a credit uh, collection version. But I like that it was like a redesign of the Mythosaur skull. It was stylized, yeah, like her Night Owl was stylized. Yeah, I like that. I liked it a lot mm-hmm. because to be honest, the the skull that we've come, grown accustomed to was created in like 1980s with Empire Strikes Back and it's, it's just kind of been like in the background for all these years and it's kind of just been like floating around i think it was about due that they got a little update yeah to be honest yeah. i and and i like i like it because it's true but it's just it's a little it's a little more angular uh, and it's a lot more sleek. It doesn't have like the actual bone bits coming off it. Definitely. <laughs> and it looks great. I absolutely adore it. And I can't wait for some jewelry company to put it on a pendant because then I'll be like, I liked the training at the beginning of the episode. 
when like they're like practicing with weapons, but they're just shooting at the water. No, they're not. I just said they were shooting wrist rockets. Oh, my and bad. then they would try and skeet shoot the wrist rockets. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that part. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What did you it's guys funny. think about them being like, we brought back more foundlings and then they have the baby bird things. Kill them. I don't care. Dude. I think I think that's honestly, I think that's better than leaving the babies to just die. Well, yeah, I think it's better leaving them to to die but i also be like mm, guys i brought home dinner arby's we have the meat i also thought it was neat when the big vulture thing drops down mm-hmm. into the water and then the mosasaurus comes up mm-hmm. and eats it like in jurassic world i was i was literally Whoa. just gonna say the jurassic world cow scene um no super cool i'm glad that it, i got i'm so glad that lyle lyle crocodile came back la, 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 la. <laughs> into the Mandoverse. I need more Lyle Lyle Crocodile, and I need more people like you to make memes of it. Hybrid, I know you're going to do it. Can you talk <laughs> about how, like, weird it was, the whole, like, like nest thing? I, I, I got to say, I knew right when they got to the nest that that heat signature was babies. Was, I didn't. I was I just, really? I was like, really? Well, well I thought, I was like, oh, watch it be his dead body. <laughs> like, I was like, watch well, it be something Then it would have been a heat morbid. signature. Well... It could grow colder. Could be fresh. I found it funny that the thing had the kid in its stomach and it barfed him up, like he was just marinating him. Help me! He was just chilling. I was like, "Damn, oh. what if this isn't Paz's first kid that has died to this bird?" Well, dude, they've it's not the first Mandalorian to die to this bird. Yeah. There was a helmet. Yeah. Yes. Well, what gets me, and that was an adult Mandalorian. Yeah. What gets Why me too loser? is like nobody came to save him. Their whole thing was like. We can't use jetpacks or a ship, or it's gonna kill the kid. The second they get in the nest, they all use their jetpacks and start no, chasing. The whole thing was they can't use the jetpacks because it will alert them. That's why oh. they yeah. They, they want to have like the element of surprise, and then Got the second it. Paz is like, oh, it's like it's my son. He gives up the element of surprise, and they're like, okay, yeah. let's go. Why does wildlife hate Mandalorians? Yeah, no, I was like, why do they pick this planet? Like. This is the second time we've seen a large animal try to kill him. I'm like, can't you guys pick somewhere else? I know that's us because they're warriors and they fight animals. They're not Bro, doing a they're very good job winning, at it. They, they have pretty much <laughs> lost twice if it wasn't for Pompum circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> I did think it was cool too, though, how like Bogotan is actively helping the Mandalorians. Yeah, and again, I I think it's. Jerk. And uh, she says this is the way. And she's initiating it. Well, because she's she's trying to win them over. I so, think that's the end so goal. So she can turn yeah. them all against Mando, and then they'll kick him out of their club. I don't mm. know that she's trying to turn them against Mando. And then Thrawn will be like, I'll help you. And then Mando Oh, like, we still need that resolved. <laughs> yeah, with the random TIE fighters. Or yeah. will it ever get resolved? Will it just kind of be like a... No, that'll, get, episodes, that'll come back dude. to something. Somehow Palpatine returned. Is it going to be like that? I think this is also maybe this season is a little more jarring for me because it's like Mando was a bounty hunter and now he's very clearly not a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like the first season was him being a bounty hunter. This season is more him building his relationship with Grogu. This, you know, and, and the third season is is more about Mandalorians. Well, because in the first season, he was a bounty hunter, excuse me, in order to keep the covert afloat. Yeah. He, he was ba- he was the money earned of the covert um that's why they were on Navarro so but now now that they they're just kind of like on their own they they found like more people it's like a safe place they don't I guess they don't really need it right which doesn't really make sense I guess they are gonna eat the birds because nobody's making money there 
Sell them the birds. No, I think they're going to tame them. I think they're gonna they're gonna tame them and they're gonna ride them like they ride mythosaurs, or the, or they're gonna feed it to the mythosaur. <laughs> I want to see the mythosaur again. Surely you can tame this young bull, dude. I had this guy come in. Uh, I was working on Sunday, and seven minutes before we closed, this guy comes in, wanting to buy glasses, um, in in full, and I was like, well, let's see if I can speed run this, and he has a Mando, uh. Landed on, and I was like, I was like, oh, are you watching the new season? He was like, yeah, I hated that last episode though. Pershing was boring. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I just want to see more of the Mythosaur. I I like to collect these these gentle giant statues, and then he goes to show me all of his gentle giant statues. And no I was just sitting way. There. I was like, like he had, the, he was like, check out this one. I just got so sweet. It's like Mando holding Grogu and flying, and it literally looks like. The plastic, it looks like it's just like, you know how the Bandai model kits, like when they come out, like the plastic is like no paint, just gray plastic. It looked exactly like that. And then it looked like they slapped a t-shirt on it for a cape. It looked utterly atrocious. And he's like, these are so cool. I was like, I'm more of a hot toys guy. He's like, that, they're, they're silly. Like, why would you, why do you, cause you're going to pose it. He's like, you're going to pose it once and you're going to leave it on a shelf. You might as well buy a statue. They do the posing for you. And I was like, that is a valid point. It's a valid point, but at least I can play with it and pose it. The any amount way of times I've changed how these are posed, and the fact that I've taken them with me places, and I've like shot photos of them in different poses and stuff. Like no, like the Whack. no, I, that was the the. I I I was sitting there. I was like, you are the reason why we have these garbage statues to talk about every episode because people <laughs> like you are funding it. Um, and then I also told him about the podcast, and he didn't really seem to care. So. Whatever. We don't need them. What a bum. We just would have had more infested waters. If Star-Lord can do it, so can I. So that's not a censorable thing. What? Did you, did you oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Star-Killer for yeah. a second. I was like, huh? All right. You feel yeah. like we're done with... Overall, I'm going to give oh, this okay. Mando bye, bye, episode bye, bye. a strong 8 out of 10. I can't believe that the season is halfway over, and I think it's it's like that because I'm not used to I'm experiencing Mando and Bad Batch at the same time. Speaking of Bad Batch, speaking of, speaking of Bad, Bad Batch. Batch, the King has returned. Echo is Ooh. back, All right, guys. Let me just Cross let me just it. point out this is something that I always imagined when I was a kid when I would have stormtroopers and clone troopers. I used to fantasize about this as a little boy. I would always imagine a group of rogue clone troopers attacking stormtroopers and saving other... Like, that's what I I would do. Like, I'd have all my clone troopers and from my Revenge of the Sith toys... Why y'all hating? Get a lot of this guy. Why y'all hating? No imagination. No imagination. No, bro. We had hella imagination. Lame as hell. We had hella imagination. ATTE wars, bro. Mm-hmm. Hella imagination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jackson. exactly what I was talking about. Jackson and I uh, used to do this thing where we would like hold our feet behind us and like walk on our knees and we call oh, it ATST yeah. wars and we would literally like walk into each other on our knees at full force and like headbutt each other and whoever fell over first was the loser. And sometimes yeah. we'd fall into like a table and hit our head really bad. And like, we'd be like, Shh, if you cry, mom's going to yell at us. Don't cry. Don't cry. We'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, good times. Anyways, good times. now that I'm done, now that I'm done being vindicated for my <laughs> vindicated for your for my opinion. creative imagination as a child. Yeah. We do vindicate Jackson. We'd be, we'd be vindicated. <laughs> we do. I, 
this was really cool for me to see a bunch of clone troopers with really cool armor designs yes. go in and save other clone troopers from certain death and demise. It was a lot of fun. Mm. And that was really back. cool. Houser's Houser back. Was Captain back. Houser's back. My mouth Zaddy dropped to the floor. Is back. That is not Zaddy, but that it's close is... enough. <laughs> Rex wasn't in this episode at all. My no. buddy said, "Is Rex dead? That's why he's yep. not in it." I went. You should have told him yes. No. You didn't see the episode where he died. He hasn't seen Rebels, so he wouldn't understand. You didn't see the Bad Batch episode where Rex died. Shut up, dude. I um no, I was very confused as to where he was. He's probably off on some mission somewhere. What was this one other clone's name? Fireball. Everybody knew who Fireball was. But I recognized the helmet. I really recognized the helmet. I knew of him. I just couldn't. I didn't know the name. I don't even know, dude. Did he like appear in something else? Definitely, definitely. Look he's him in up. the Clone Wars somewhere. No, he's not. Because okay, from the neck down, him and another clone had like Commander Gree armor. It was weird. Yeah. They had like the suspenders. They had the little antenna on the back. Yeah, because initially I was like, "Is that Gree? No, it can't be." I know. Yeah. That's what I was. I was so confused. Wikipedia is saying this is the only time he's in it. Yeah, well. Is he in Legends? Maybe this is why. 41st Elite Corps. Oh, that's crazy. Dang. 41st Elite Corps? Yeah. That's cool. According to Wikipedia, of course. According to Wikipedia. I thought it was... I almost had a heart attack when it was showing their base of operations is literally Trace and Rafa's garage. And I was like, please, I'm begging you. We have this in the two-part season finale. Do not talk about them. Maybe they just donated their garage. They must have, bro. But I was Well, because like, they're, they're still out running errands and stuff. They still are, but I was like, please. Is there an echo in here? Yes. Yeah, it was dope to see Echo back. And seeing Gregor mm. in his commando armor still... Yep. Mm. was a lot of fun. They took away Echo's comma, like his skirt, and he looks naked. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't notice, even that. notice that. He, when he walks out of his ship on Pabu, he doesn't have it. And I was like, I'm fine with this because it's not the khaki shorts anymore. I'm not okay with this because it looks like it looks like he's naked. I was like, put it back on, please. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I don't like how the clones are getting like undressed and they're not wearing their armor and they're wearing these goofy undersuits. I'm like, okay, y'all. Put it back on, please. Well, it's kind of funny, though, because, I, like, there are I don't certain... want to see them in Under Armour. I just want to put your armor back on. There are certain, like, clones that keep their armor, and then there are other ones that choose to shed their armor. Maybe those clones that do that are doing it because they're in public more. I, I mean, obviously, Maybe. a clone that spends a lot of time in the public eye would not wear his customized armor, because we know at this point all the clone troopers have depersonalized their armor mm -hmm. that are still loyal to the empire. Even though... It's almost like kit bashing with some of them. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for it though. Seeing those TK troopers get destroyed by the clone troopers. And yeah. You just see how much more of a superior fighting force they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I think Hemlock knows how that it was clones that it was, that, would, that attacked mm -hmm. it. I want to know, cause like they've alluded to twice. Oh, we can't, even Moff Tarkin was like, you can't let anybody know what's going on on Tannis. What's going on on Tantis? Why are they? Because now they're like, we got to decommission clones. He's like, don't decommission them. Send them all to me. All right. What's going on? We got to talk theory. about we, theory time, theory time. Theory we got to talk about Dr. Hemlock. Dr. Hemlock is way better of a villain than uh, Vice Admiral Rampart. Yep. Mm -hmm. He is a much more scary villain in my opinion. He's like the doctor in the first Wonder Woman movie. That's sure. my point exactly. Yep. He is like, 
he is he doesn't see the clones as human. He sees them as subhuman. He tells Crosshair that he is property. Mm-hmm. And he uses them for experiments. And that leads me to believe he that I still believe in my theory. Uh, yes, the angel of death. I still believe in the theory that he is going to be the one that experiments on clone troopers, turns them into the Gen 1 dark troopers, turns them into death troopers, turns them into maybe even the zombie death troopers, finds ways to mangle the clones and mutilate the clones for the sake of the empire later on. These are going to be the failed experiments, the trials. That's what I think is happening. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be gut-wrenching and very sad to see. Yes, Yes. because Dave Filoni loves to make (laughs) us sad. Mm-hmm. What makes it more plausible for me, too, is when Crosshair is even escaping, there's just cell after cell after cell of just clones just hanging out. So, you know, he's already stockpiling them for whatever he's planning to do. This also explains why there aren't a lot of clones in the Star Wars galaxy mm-hmm. more into the reign of the Empire. Because mm-hmm. now it's not even like they're being decommissioned and like getting a pension. They're, or not their lack of pension. They're just getting shipped off to be experimented on now. Yep. So they're not actually being retired. They're being told they're being retired, sent to these facilities on Tantus, and they're being used as experiments. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. It's nuts. Mm -hmm. You'll notice there aren't even really a lot of commandos left on Tantus. Mm -hmm. We're seeing less and less of them and more and more TK troopers. Where did Scorch go? Where did Scorch go? Scorch has been dispatched. To find the Bad Batch. But has he? That, yeah, they were like, they were like, find the girl. No, I'm like, but has he? Because Hemlock's still trying to figure him. out where they are. Well, he's yeah. probably just he's googling it somewhere else. Googling and then, uh, how about Crosshair getting to go, giving it to him while he was drunk? Oh yeah, I thought that was wild. He just picked up the dude's blast and was like, and double tap straight like, to the face. Whoa. You still see his aim was a little off because of the drugs. Every mm-hmm. first shot was off, but every second shot landed when uh-huh. he was shooting. Especially when he was trying to insert the SD card. He's like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. Me trying to charge my phone. Uh, <laughs> trying to plug it in the dark. Me trying to put my keys in the ignition. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And found out this hemlock dude's immune to this poison. Dioxus. Yep. He's literally, he goes, and I was like, how do you do that? I was like, something <laughs> how do you do that? Something I've liked a lot about this show, and especially that we're getting with Hemlock's performance, is there's like, there's a lot of subtleties in like how humans behave that usually doesn't come across in animation, like stuttering or like we've had instances of like crosshairs, like trying to catch his breath. And instead of it just being like, ah, ah, he's like, ah. Like he gets that swallow in, and it's kind of like that gulp for air. It's it, everything. The voice acting is on another level. His for this cadence, show. the way he talks. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. It's the cadence of how he talks. There's like the the actual the, uh, and then he goes into saying like, it's just ever the voice acting is it the entire time. It's just oh, getting better and better, especially with the skunk from over the hedge. I, I can't remember her Fee? name. Fee. Fee. Yeah. Uh, mm. Now, another thing I wanted to point out is we have, we know that the next episode is called The Summit. Yes. And I didn't know we that. know that The Summit is actually some sort of convention. <laughs> Jacob, and then it's Plan 99. Well, is the, I don't think The Summit's in reference to Tantus because Tarkin, really? when he's on, listen. Okay. When Tarkin is on <laughs> the hologram. But and he's, Tom, no, I'm joking. Continue. <laughs> when Tarkin is on the hologram. What's going on? Bruh. 
We're so goofy, ah. When Tarkin is on the hologram and he's talking to Hemlock, Hemlock is talking about how the clones, how it is important that the clones come to him on Tantus. And, and Tarkin says, okay, I expect to hear a full briefing at the summit. No, I think he said from the summit. No, he said at the summit. I swear on my life, he said at the summit. Well, because I think, because he said, send them to me. I think they're calling it the summit over transmission. So that way they're not labeling it as what it actually is. So Because they don't call it Death Star. Nobody's, yeah, nobody's calling anything what it really is. I think they're calling Tantus and the Tantus Project Summit as a code name. So that way, if a a transmission were to be intercepted, they can't pinpoint it. I'm going to disagree. Because they have no one to intercept their transmissions. You don't know that. I'm it's gonna... too early in the reign of the Empire. Because again... Well, we got we got people attacking these ships that are going to and fro there. If it, if they, it was we just... We already got people attacking If it, it was just them talking, then why would Tarkin tell this guy he needs to prepare a full formal briefing about why it's important that he gets these clone troopers that are going AWOL? And does that mean that Cody is going to be one of these clone troopers that gets taken there? And again, I, don't think, like, I think he's I escaped, but I I personally disagree. I feel like the summit relates to Tantus. Like I do Stardust too. does the Death Star. Well, I feel like we're led to believe else. that the summit is about Tantus by when we got the the full official sheet of all the titles of the episodes. I think there's going to be some sort of big conference where there's going to be a bunch of Imperial like military leaders, science leaders, all these different Thrawn. things. Talk, up, maybe, <laughs> maybe talking about all these different things that are on the agenda for the Empire and Palpatine will be there. This will be Hemlock's opportunity to get a place to take all these clone troopers to because he brings up the important point too. If we just let these clone troopers loose, that's creating more of a problem for the Empire, than the ones who disobey orders, than it is like keeping them with him. Because, yes, they're wasting resources by taking up all the space for clone troopers at his facility, but it's better than having the clone troopers all go out and start a clone rebellion. It's already happening because I think Hemlock knows that it was a group of clones that attacked that Gozanti-class freighter and took and took those, and took those Hauser and the other two clones away. My theory for the end is that the summit relates to Tantus. The Bad Batch will go to Tantus, get Crosshair. That's part one. And then part two, Plan 99, is escaping Tantus with everything that they have and just barely making it out. And then the ending of it essentially leading up to Scorch, whoever this new clone trooper that uh, Rampart was trying to assign to hunting on the Bad Batch in place of Cody and whatnot is like, okay, the Bad Batch exists, the Empire knows about it, and they're mad that it wasn't covered up, and all that all these people know about them. So then season four would be hunting the Bad Batch again, maybe? That's just a rough theory I have right now. I think the Bad Batch are going to get caught before the end of this. There's no way they're, they're not. I don't think that they will. I think they're gonna they're gonna try they and failed every other mission this season. Bro. They're gonna try and go save Crosshair and someone's gonna die. Tech. And it's gonna be tech. Because that goes back. Please don't. Back. Or it'll, don't oh, talk to my heartstrings. No, what if Rex dies? Shut Rex is gonna up. die. Rex is, Cody's gonna die. Stop. Cody is gonna die here. Well, I think Cody is 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 doomed to suffer a terrible fate. In some way, shape, or form, yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just I I really would like to see maybe they get there they're gonna get Crosshair out and Crosshair's like no we have to save 
as many clones as we can and mm. they just do like a mass mutiny and most of them end up dying one escaping. way out one way out <laughs> <laughs> but i don't know it's it's kind of a weird one i i think I'm going to stick to my guns and say that the summit is going to be this big imperial conference. Maybe it takes place at Tantus, but I think it's going to be a gathering of a bunch of high ups in the in the empire, and you're going to have all these people basically doing TED talks about what they want imperial funding to go to. We just saw Pershing do it. I mean, yeah, but well, he wasn't allocating for funding. He was just talking about. He was himself. talking about. It was, it was a TED talk. He was explaining what his work dur during the Empire was and what his main yeah. form of research was. Um, I feel like calling it a summit is too on the nose because in real life, people call meetings like that a summit or a summit conference. I think that's a little too on the nose. What y'all going to do when I'm right? Even for Star Wars. What y'all going to do when I'm right? Not be here. Bring me a bag of Tootsie Rolls on the Dude, show that's next the week. worst Bring candy ever. Why would you rolls. ever say that? That is funny to think you think I have expendable income at this moment in time. You're not getting anything on that. Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> <laughs> not Mr. Moneybags, bro. Stop saying I am. Your armor says otherwise. <laughs> my armor. Your armor. I want um, my armor. Seeing the Bad Batch uh, on Pabu makes me really excited. Bump. No, I'm not going to stop now. Seeing the Bad Batch on Pabu happy makes me excited to see it all get destroyed by the Empire before Bro, the season sure. two. Mm -hmm. I hope Pabu at least stays safe. Boop, boop. No, I think it's screwed. Also, um, to anybody that was wondering as to why there was a red panda in the thumbnail for last week's episode, uh, in Avatar The Last Airbender, there's a red panda named Pabu. Another Dave uh, that's, that's what that guy was. That's actually kind of funny. I didn't know that. I thought you put it in there because we talked about the animals. Remember when you were like, I would be a red panda, and then you didn't elaborate? Yeah, but you did all? that the week before. Yeah, but no, I no. also thought that that would make sense because I had red hair, and then people were like, you didn't elaborate. I was like, I thought it was self-explanatory. <laughs> Clearly not. Because I'm just a goofy odd man, and when I see something that's a little bit too big and I get scared of it, I just kind of make myself real big, make it back off. Dang. Like when I see any woman, I'm like, ah, get away from me. <laughs> ah. I feel like... That's at least all I have for the bad. I mean, I just can't believe next week is it. Like, there will be a season three, in my opinion. But I'm just I really like, anticipating. Hope, I really hope in this next week they don't tell us that season three is going to happen. Please don't do make the same mistake that you did last year. That really killed the. Well, vibe. no, because last season they split up the finale. It came out two separate weeks. Yeah, but they still there's got to be a reason they're doing a two part finale this season. It's probably it's, because so people it hated the, the finale last year. They're like, oh, yeah. if it was a two-part, it would have well, been so good. I'm yeah. also like, I'm so worried, dude. I'm so scared. Someone's dying. Dude. I already know. Like, I, I have fully accepted someone is going to die. And why else would Tech be teaching Omega to fly the ship? Because Tech is the pilot. Dude, stop! Because Tech is the pilot. And why else would we be getting... Tech thirst traps on the Star Wars TikTok, and and while and just like tech. Jacob said, echoes back into the fold. Mm -hmm. They and got this is, they got their decryptor slash door opener, and Crosshair's not going to get saved. I'm going to say ultimately, Crosshair's going to be stuck with the Empire still. No, I think he's going to come back. Yeah. I feel like he's going to come back. Well, who knows say. too? Maybe by the time we see Rex in these next two episodes, he'll have Cody and Wolf and all those guys with him. Yeah. This can't be it. I mean, that little group that was with Echo, that can't be it. That No, that's certainly no, not. No, there's certainly more 
clones i would say a small like i would say probably close to 100 clones they've saved there's no way time has passed there's no way rex only saved 10 clones no way He's like, you I see got, how many of I them a handful of them <laughs> how many of them question the order mm-hmm. there's no way yeah did you hear hauser say out of 80 men that defected only three survived eight eight eight, eight of them got taken to the prison only three of them survived being in the prison. And I said 80. And I was like, no. Yeah, because it was only the small little group that was with him. I'm really glad Hauser's alive. I don't know why that Same, made me so bro. happy, though. I saw him. I was like, it's the guy. It's the him. The Bad Batch Season 1 Thirst Trap. Ooh. That was one of our first podcast episodes. Ooh. Guys, yeah. be more like Captain Hauser. You're right, dude. Holy yeah. cow. That was a while. That was a long time ago. It was like a year and a half. Time flies. Time's fun when you're having flies. Yeah, Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog here, and I just want to say, uh, go back to where you came. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen that? And once again, the 1313 podcast <laughs> has managed to make uh, an episode in one hour when it was expected to be longer. Yeah, it was that's really insane. Funny. Honestly, this always happens. Well, granted, granted, our bad batch or like our side episodes usually are only like about twenty to thirty. That's minutes. a good point. That is yeah. so. All right, we we kind of capped off Mando like around forty minutes, and we just surpassed the one hour mark on our uh, recording here, and we did have like a three minute. We startup. also really need to make sure that we do two episodes next week because I'm not going to have the brain power. To talk about two Bad Batch episodes and a Mando episode what are you doing, in Cole? one. Jackson's recording for a TikTok. I'm doing the right TikTok now. thing again. Hopefully. Jacob, I can't <laughs> put the middle finger in the TikTok now. You can blur it. I'm trying to do like a. People do like a day in the life of Don't TikTok. Don't spoil it. Let them see. You're going to have to follow oh, our dude, TikTok page to find this out. This guy was just talking about how he doesn't want to see Star Wars projects till they're coming out. Oh, my god! And gosh. then he starts telling everybody about the project he's doing before it's coming out. It's going to... I'm going to work Silly, on it Silly, goofy, odd guy. All right. I can't believe him. All right, guys. Let's wrap her up. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching this episode of the 1313 Podcast, the most mediocre podcast in the Star Wars universe. If you liked it, please leave a like down below, as well as a comment and maybe subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you haven't already, make sure that you're supporting us on Patreon. Because if you aren't supporting us on Patreon, you're you're missing out on the ability to win this here Black Series Scorch figure uh, on the first of next month. And if you are not already <laughs> with the podcast, uh, I don't know. Uh, make sure that you please subscribe to the podcast and support us because we appreciate each and every one of you for your follows, your likes, your comments, and those in the Discord. We love you the most. Make sure that you join the Discord. Link is in the description below. See you guys next week. See you Bye, Bye guys. Dun 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 d
Da 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 da